1: what the fuck is good my name is Camo and you're listening to another episode of unfazed and unbothered the podcast where we rant rave and ramble about literally any and everything so you know exactly what you're signing up for right now okay if this is your first time tuning in go ahead and hit that subscribe button turn on those post bell notifications if you're a return listener sound off in in the reviews the comments please and thank you <laughs> so um this past week what's new um not much yeah i've been a major recluse i have but i've been enjoying Fortnite quite a bit in fact this morning before filming i placed number two out of a hundred fucking people i got number two that that's a that's a, a fucking record for me Okay, I've been playing so much Fortnite this past week. It's actually a little embarrassing, but I'm loving it. I fucking am. And you know, speaking of playing Fortnite, I Okay, shit. I feel like it's it's been a, a maybe a bit of a redundant topic growth developing whatever. I take a shot for every time I've talked about my evolution over the past year, whatever. But part of that growth has been me expanding my palette and being more open-minded I've always been an open-minded individual but I feel like sometimes I've been stuck in my ways I didn't want to subscribe to certain things because it's overhyped or too mainstream and you know what if if you if you feel personally attacked by this and you relate to this grow the fuck up okay have you ever played the game have you have you ever watched that movie have you ever listened to that artist that you are so vocal about your distaste for. Have you ever? Probably not. Okay? And I was so against Fortnite because actually I had a roommate once upon a time that I just really couldn't stand and he fucking loved Fortnite and it ruined it for me. Not that I ever had any 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 desire to play Fortnite or video games period, but um he kind of just put a distaste in my mouth because I associated Fortnite with his stupid bitch ass and He didn't make the fucking game. Uh, uh, What? So what if little kids play it? So what if it's mainstream? Have you played it to have such an opinion? No, I finally played it and I love it. Okay, I'm going to shamelessly say it. I love Fortnite. Okay, I've been playing quite a bit. If you want to add me, my gamer tag is It's Mama. It's Mama. I T Z M A W M A. I'm accepting all of you girls back. So, yeah, speaking of part of playing this game, you know, I- I've mentioned how I'm like taking uh, more from situations and ci- circumstances, whatever. So, uh, this past week I was playing Fortnite and the PS5 has microphones on the controller. So I've just been having a field day talking to my teammates, getting to know them. And it's part of the experience for me, honestly. It it makes the game a lot more fun, if you will. Like talking to people like, yes, bitch, get that motherfucker. Oh hell yeah, we did that. Like I don't know. The commentary just is part of the experience for me. And maybe that's how that maybe that's why streaming people uh, anyways I'm new to all this shit okay I'm trying to expand my palate I'm trying to live a little and um yeah so this past week get on fucking topic bitch I am a little drunk some casamigos has been in the chat this morning and uh, all I've got is some orange juice in my pussy so um cheers um but while playing this past week I was playing with this girl who I didn't know at the time. She was twelve, fucking twelve years old, and I'm just like listening to her go back and forth with, I guess, her friend who is also in the same house playing on another TV or something. And they were both on my team. We we did like a um a trio, like it was three of us. We had like a, a little team going, and um, we were talking through the mics and. She just like asked, like, "Well, wait, wait, what are your pronouns? Are are I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to assume. Like, are you he? Are you she? Or are you non-binary? Like, whatever you may be, it's cool." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the future. It's so beautiful. It is so beautiful." And she was just so cool, like this twelve-year-old, and like she, we we were just like vibing, you know. And and maybe that sounds weird or comes off weird to some people, whatever. But um. It was very inspiring and I would not have had that experience had I not played Fortnite. So it's much bigger than just subscribing to certain things. Like I, I really have deprived myself of a lot of experiences. Oh my God, my desk is lifting itself on its own. Okay, please stop. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go back down actually. um, Fortnite. Play it, don't play it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'm not a sponsor, spokesperson, whatever. Speaking of sponsors, I just want to emphasize um that personally I have never taken a deal or a sponsor that I did not like or feel could benefit my listeners, my audience. And as creators, we all have that ability. I have turned down more money than I have accepted. So, um, That being said, I want to talk about the Michaela telescopic lift fiasco that took place this past week. You know what? I was scammed into buying that mascara. It it was a great marketing tactic. I don't know personally how the conversation started, but the conspiracy, conspiracy theorist in me, believes that L'Oreal got with her started a whole controversy to push this mascara. I I thought that this mascara was new because of this. It's not apparently upon you know I posted my own review of it which I have now taken down because I realized that I was just a part of this this the scam by doing so, but um it's not even a new mascara. It's been around the block for a while. Uh but If you've been living under a rock, there's a beauty influencer, Michaela. She made a video promoting this mascara, talking about how, you know, gave her the falsies look without a falsie. And um, she was wearing a falsie. Now, at first, I was a little taken back by that because I'm like, damn, bitch, you're making it hard for us influencers out there who, you know, now there's already so much distrust within this space now people are really going to see an ad from one of us and just scroll past and be like well fuck that bitch i don't want to deal with that lying scamming bitch but then i thought about it and i'm like okay but the mascara was still kind of good like it's not bad like it's not great it wasn't something to write home about by any means i'm wearing it right now um because i bought it but like it, it wasn't Nothing. It wasn't something to write home about. However, it wasn't bad. Like, you know, it, it wasn't a hit. It wasn't really a miss either. And people were just upset because the falsy was present. But um, the thing is, is we all bought it. So L'Oreal is sitting back cackling. And so is Michaela, which I thought it was so fucking funny how she came back with her follow-up video and started it out with, I think we all know why we're here, and then just completely goes over it. It was just so funny to me um so i've I've had like some conflicted emotions this past week, um with that situation, and whatever, but, um, I don't know where I was going with any of that shit um take what you will from that whole conversation um <laughs> um You know, I'm going to go on a little break. I've got a lot of Q&As or a lot of questions that you girls submitted on Instagram. So I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'm going to touch base on some more of these topics that I've got here. And I'm going to answer your questions. So stay tuned.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
1: Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G I, or download the app today. All right, mamas, we're back. Now, before I get into this week's questions, I just want to talk about this TikTok that I saw. Um, as a podcaster, I get asked quite a bit Are there any podcasts I listen to? And if so, what? I don't really listen to many podcasts that is subject to change. You know, she is expanding her palate, trying new things. So maybe I will start listening to podcasts more. Who knows? But um, I haven't at this point in my life listened to many regularly, but I did see Elise Myers posted a clip from her podcast on TikTok and I have never resonated or related more to a video ever than this one. She was talking about how she's really watered herself down over the years, trying to be more likable, more digestible, being softer, being more approachable, if you will. And, you know, she she talked about even like her, her voice, like, and... I felt attacked because, you know, I've talked quite a bit about growth. And fucking take a shot for every time I've mentioned my growth and my journey through growth, bitch, you'd be drunk as fuck. Okay. But I've been growing with you girls, alongside you girls. You know, y'all have been watching my, my growth. And um, oh, fuck, my drunken high ass forgot where I was going with that. Shit, oh, period, I remembered <laughs> you know i'm I'm not perfect i'm 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 growing, I'm actively growing, so even like four episodes ago there there could have been something that I might not fully agree with, or I might be like, damn, why did you say that or why did you say it that way? I'm still growing, it's evolution, okay, I'm never gonna stop growing, but when she mentioned her voice, I felt so attacked because. Even listening to the intro to season two, you know, or the little little clip where I'm like, you know, welcome to season two, blah, blah, blah. I listened to that the other day and I was like, holy shit, that doesn't even sound like me. Like it sounds, I mean, I can tell it's me, but it's like I was trying so hard to sound more feminine and softer and more like a podcaster, if you will. But what is a podcaster? I'm just me and y'all listen. And I actually this past week... I realized how special this podcast actually is, not to just myself, but to so many other people. I did take those two weeks where I wasn't filming and I had a lot of people reach out about where was the episodes where what's going on and it put things into perspective I was at a point where I was like honestly I, w- I wasn't going to stop podcasting but I was kind of at a point with myself like what why am I doing this like no one cares and I didn't realize that so many people actually do care so to those of you I just want to reiterate my gratitude for you thank you for listening thank you for tuning in thank you for subscribing I do genuinely appreciate you but this past week the past two weeks really I have really recognized how special this podcast is. I've had several people come up to me and be like, I, I checked your show out and you're great. And I'm like, really? I thought I, I thought it was trash. But, you know, and I was listening also to Manny and Laura's podcast, full coverage. And I happened to hear them talk about how they just kind of ramble. And it's just like two besties chatting. But you guys eat it up and you guys eat my my show up and I appreciate that. And it really put things into perspective. But um the point I was making there was I was listening to that 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 video that Elise posted about, you know, trying to be more likable and um, my voice, her voice, she was talking about how she like has kind of changed it. Some of my inflections, some of my uh, pitches my my rhythm I have kind of put so much emphasis on trying to be more this or more that and I kind of lost myself she was mentioning how she kind of lost herself and it didn't gain her any more respect or any more likability in fact she just felt like a shell of a person and I have felt that I, entirely and I'm really 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 trying my hardest to work around that I think about how different I was Presenting into my energy and all of that when I first started TikTok, you know, I was so candid, I was so vulnerable, I was so myself. Um, but maybe that necessarily wasn't the person I wanted to be because. At the same time, duality, and uh, I mention that all the time, duality. While I look at those videos, it's not really who I want to be. There was still a lot of work I needed to do, but I was so candid and so vulnerable. And that quality I did kind of lose over time because I did put a lot of emphasis on, oh, well, I, I can't say this because that's going to offend this person. Or, oh, th- this this person I personally know said that they don't like this. So if I, like, share my, you know, like, they're going to look at me sideways or uh, You know, all this silly shit, I'm really trying to find myself again, really trying to just be 100% candidly, honestly myself without giving a fuck. Because I once upon a time didn't. And maybe I had too much confidence once upon a time. Like, you know, there's that trend. I try not to kill myself. And I made a video about that because I think back to all the people that I, that I met back in my like, 2020 era where I was wearing Moos and Crocs and the crooked ass fucking bun. And it does haunt me still to this day how many people came up, asked for photos and what they left from that experience, like how they felt, what, what were their thoughts? Holy fuck, this motherfucker, like I watched their TikToks, but shit, they're a, a hot mess. And while I don't want to leave the house and fucking moomoos ever again, there was a quality to me that I do miss. And that was just how I did not give a fuck. I like, maybe that was a bad thing in some degree, but I was just myself and I did not care what anybody else thought. And I don't know when this strong, strong, Longing for approval came into play. I, I really don't. I'm not going to sit here and try to pinpoint when or or make a timeline, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm just rambling at this point again. Seven minutes in, I just really resonated with that TikTok, Elise. So thank you for sharing and thank you for being so vulnerable. It's it's it's, it's very inspiring. And also thank you again to everybody who has really put it into perspective for me that I need to keep doing this show you know um it's been it's been a journey but on that note oh i did want to talk about okay so a lot of blogs and news outlets have been sharing this video of me that i posted back in december um the starbucks one if you saw it I had checked out a few items at Starbucks, the the Target Starbucks, because I didn't want to wait in the fucking line. People are brutal. People are eating me the fuck up online on all of these different platforms. And I keep getting messages this week. I don't know why this week specifically, but like people like, oh my God, you're on my Bing home screen, which I didn't even know Bing was still a thing. Uh, Google, MSN, Yahoo! Like, all these people have seen this video being shared. People are running out of shit to talk about. Y'all are so pressed about me checking out two sodas and a candy bar at the Starbucks checkout. I dodged the fucking 500 Christmas shoppers, last minute Christmas shoppers. I was also going to get a coffee. So, like, why were you really pressed? Like, people are so upset. And it really put things into perspective for me because. People are ripping me to shreds, calling me so many horrible things, and it's so funny to watch these behaviors take place because I see so many of my cis counterparts out there, these hetero creators out there who do the same thing I do, who post the same style content as I, and it is more digestible, and it is m- uh, better received and people don't give them as hard of a time but you have a queer creator or a black creator or some minority do something and suddenly it's an issue and it's not because of what they're doing it's because you don't like us you don't fucking like us okay let's be fucking 1000 bitch let's be fucking 1000 okay um people are so upset in the comments saying that i'm all these horrible things and i'm like bitch what are you pressed about because I worked smarter, not harder. Like, I would never go to the Starbucks checkout with a buggy full. I had like three things, literally three things. And that's not something I regularly do. But I do dodge a line if I can. If I don't have to wait in a line, I'm not going to. And anybody, anybody. Would avoid a line if they could. I'm not going to cut somebody by any fucking means. I'm not that bitch. I can't fucking stand a bitch who cuts people in line. And I am very much that bitch who will say something. In fact, at Pride, this motherfucker was trying to cut me. And I said, oh, no, bitch. I've been waiting 45 goddamn minutes for my turkey leg. And you just pulled up to the chat. Bitch, you can get in the back of the motherfucking line. You are not special. absolutely fucking lutely Not at all. Um, <laughs> But shit I saw Starbucks I saw an opportunity I'm like shit I want a coffee I'm, I'm, Am I gonna wait 30 minutes in this line To check out And then go wait In 10 more minutes Of a line at Starbucks No bitch I didn't see a line Whatsoever Which is rare So I fucking took That opportunity And ran with it And why are you mad What are you fucking mad about Bitch And why are so many people Talking about it It's not even that big a deal It's not even important It's so silly It's so stupid It's like always the TikToks That I almost don't post Always the TikToks That I'm like This is stupid Like I'm this is just whatever that blow up. And it's always those that cause the biggest stir. I don't get it. Why are you mad? Why are you bitches pressed? Why are so many people covering this situation? I'm blown the fuck away. Not that I'm not reveling in this moment because I'm like, holy shit, this is kind of crazy that this many people have such an opinion on my little faggot ass checking out at the Starbucks checkout and Target because why? Like I'm apparently the most entitled, stuck up snobbiest person on earth. And I'm like, that's quite the opposite of who I am. You don't fucking know me, bitch, but whatever. Think what you want because controversy is currency. So just keep paying my motherfucking bills, bitch. You hate me, but you still subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. (sighs) Take a breath. Breathe camo. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, anything else I want to talk about? Oh yes. I had a little road rage incident the other day. I didn't even take Adderall today, which in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my prescription and it's, it's hurting my pussy. Okay. Um, but I had a little road rage incident. I went and picked my friend up from the airport. I was in her car and we're on 285. And uh, I'm in the fast lane. So like we are moving faster than the other lanes on the highway, but um, we're still not able to like even go the speed limit. Like I'm going like 40 miles an hour. That's the flow of traffic in the fast lane, like without me. Obliterating the person in front of me. But anyways, the person behind me is riding my fucking ass, damn near touching my friend's bumper. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? So I throw my hands up like anybody else would. Like, why are you riding my ass? I see test drive on the windshield. So I'm like, why are you riding my ass on a test drive car? So like what anyways so they go around me and then they slam on the brakes they slam on the brakes i almost hit them they're trying to get a fucking check you bum ass fucking bitch you bum ass ghetto ass bitch trying to get a fucking check anyways so um they, they slam on the brakes like i said and i'm like at this point i flick them off like anybody else would like what the fuck bitch like i'm getting angry like what are you doing this motherfucker Turns his head like a goddamn hoot owl all the way around, looks at me so sinister, and gets over and gestures me to come aside from uh, uh, next to him. Right at that point, I'm like, "Bitch, I don't want nothing to do with this." So I start getting over to the right, like like I was going going to exit. Well, this man takes off, gets back in the fast lane, zooms forward, and I'm thinking to myself, like, "Okay, per, he's, I don't I don't got to worry anymore, so I can I can just relax." No, ahead, I see him start. Merging back over in front of this semi that was in between us, merging to the right, like he now was going to get off at an exit. And I kept going. And I noticed that at this point, he was completely over at the, there was like an exit ramp. He was at that exit ramp waiting to see if I would take that exit or not. So at this point, my friend is screaming. She's going nuts. She's like, oh my God, this person's going to try to shoot us. This person's going to try to hurt us, whatever. They're waiting for us. They're like, take the exit, take the exit. And I see this person strategically placed. They're like waiting to see if I'm going to take the exit. I'm like, no bitch. Like I have to be smart. Like, If this person is really trying to do some shit to us, like, I need to make sure we're safe. So I'm going to play it cool until I get to their level. They were, like, at this point, like, maybe three or four or five hundred feet ahead of us. There is traffic. So it's, like, whatever. Anyways, so I'm, like, I'm going to make them think that I'm going to stay straight. And they're going to, like, kind of try to blend back into traffic and wait ahead. So as soon as I got to a point where they had kind of inched up enough where they could not get off that ramp, I fucking booked it. I fucking booked it. The passenger pulled or rolled the window down, had this poo shiesty mask on, and put a fucking gun out the window. My friend is screaming, I'm hitting the gas. I'm so glad there was nobody else getting off at that exit ramp the grace of god because i fucking went a hundred miles off this fucking exit zoomed got to the stop sign ahead almost t-boned this car that was going straight ahead it was crazy moral moral of the story is calm your road rage down if you live in atlanta actually anywhere okay because people will be people do try to kill people over this shit so it was just crazy and so scary Don't know if y'all could follow any of that, but um, I'm gonna go on another break and then I'm gonna answer all the questions, so stay tuned. <laughs> All right, girls. Let's get into the questions. Um, it would have you know been very helpful had I already had them up, but you know she just be lacking in the field sometimes. So, uh, my mom, my mom, Angel X dot Love asked, "What's the hardest part of healing for you?" I would say trying to reestablish yourself, reinvent yourself, can be hard because people around you might not be on that same journey. Some people are okay with being the same forever. Some people will never change and that's okay. Some people don't need to change. I think there is beauty in change. uh, Some people are tried and true. Some people stick to what they know. Everybody's on their own journeys, okay? If you want to be the same forever, that's okay. That's you. But personally, I wanted to evolve. I wanted to be a better person. I was not confident. I was not comfortable. And while being... Insecure and not as confident as I longed to be, I was not able to operate in the most efficient, respectable manner. I was not able to express myself as freely and feel so comfortable doing so. And so I did kind of. I feel like a lot of my life, I didn't get the attention that I needed or wanted. And that's. Mm, duality because I also have gotten a lot of attention without trying like I can go into a room and people just gravitate towards me however there have been times where like even that it's not the the, the type of attention that I longed for I, I I wasn't getting the quality of attention that I was longing for and so I did things that I don't necessarily agree with at this present moment I was about shock value, you know i i I like looking back at some of the bus and snacks videos that I did great company you know I, I i this is not against them, but this is all of me like I embarrassed myself being so extreme with this character that I used because I could not get attention from just being soft and sexy, it just wasn't in my realm of possibility at the time. And now there will be people who will say, oh, you're perfect the way you are. And, and sure. Yeah. If you're comfortable with that person, but I wasn't, that's the thing. So I was not able to express myself the way I can now and am, and, and growing into doing a better job of ongoing, but What makes this healing journey so hard is there's this paper trail, there is all of this evidence, there's all this time that I acted a certain way, presented a certain way, did certain things, had certain behaviors and certain patterns that a lot of people that you're familiar with, people in your circle, people in your family have grown accustomed to, gotten to know. And so when you're growing, these people now challenge that growth because they're like, well, you're different. You've switched up. That's not you. That's the thing, how you act. Oh, what's, what's changed? What's gotten into you? Sometimes people accept the change and they're like, wow, you're doing great. You're doing phenomenal. I, I see you're, you're growing, but then other people feel, feel challenged by it. And they act like I'm being fake or they act like, oh, you think you're better now? No, like I'm just growing. So that does kind of make your healing journey difficult because I've been healing from, things that i've done things that people have done from to me and while growing and trying to be a better person you do have a lot of people come and be like wait a minute bitch let's not forget xyz and i'm like okay but let me live I'm, i'm trying to be a better person but also let's be realistic why did i act in such ways let's 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 why don't we ever conversate about that huh But, anyways, so that I would say to answer your question, that's that's kind of been the hardest part of healing for me. I get a lot of questions about Tasia. Um, Tasia and me are besties. We talk all the time, guys. Please stop trying to make drama. Stop insinuating or implying. People don't have to hang out every single day. People don't have to hang out at all to be friends. I have a lot of low-maintenance friends. I, I moved so far so that I would not be spending so much time with friends. And that's not because I don't like my friends. It's because I, I needed to be more productive. She's a mother in these streets also, so she's very productive and very busy. Last time, I'm going to address that, okay? Um, Devin underscore Ching, Ch- Chig, Oops. Devin underscore chig asked, was dating and sex mentally different for you after you lost weight? Yes. absolutely. fucking Um, so to be candid, prior to being where I am now, when, you know, those spicy moments would occur, I was very much the type of person that just like, you know, hit a doggy because I don't want to show my face, you know, um, maybe TMI, but you know, um, I wasn't able to really tap into my sexual energy and really fully enjoy. It was really about the other person and me pleasing them because I wanted them to like me. I wanted them to, to, to feel satisfied. And, um, now that I have gained more confidence, I'm like, oh, this is about me too, you know? And I'm able to be more sensual and more sexy and be confident in that. And, you know, when I'm doing the do, I'm like impressing my own self. I'm like, okay, bitch, like I see you over there, Miss Cowgirl, okay, brr. Okay, maybe TMI. And if my family's listening, I'm so sorry. You have to learn this about me here. But um, yeah, the girls, they want to know. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Keto Cat asked, Tell me your gratitude list. I adore you, XO. I adore you too, Ms. Keto Cat. Okay, I'm going to go eat a keto sandwich in a minute when I wrap this episode up. But, um, gratitude list would have to be my family, first and foremost, my friends, the good friends that I have that still are here, um, my cats, my cats. I love them so much. They bring so much peace to me. They bring, they they really just do something to me. I love them. My cat is sitting outside of the door right now waiting for me to wrap this episode up because they just want attention and I just want to give them attention, my sweet chunky boy, okay? um, But also my resilience. I'm very grateful for that. I could have been knocked down so many times in the past and I think that's what makes me so, me is I am shamelessly myself, whether I've struggled to fully you know present or you know whatever my struggle has been when all is said and done, I was able to get past that triumph that 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 tribulation and not let it rob me, not let it completely knock me down. I got back up, you know, so I'm very grateful for that quality. I know a lot of people they don't deal with defeat and rejection very well, and maybe in the moment in the past, maybe I wasn't the best, but when all is said and done, I am still standing and still a strong, brave bitch ready for another challenge. Um, I guess that would be what I'm grateful for. Yeah, I'm also grateful for my talents and my manager also. Shout out to you, Brendan. Much love to you, honestly. like I might not express that enough, but I really genuinely do love my manager and uh, he's just a cool, he's a cool dude, okay? And he helps me get money. So thank you so much. I'm very grateful for him. Um the Jet Life 12. How old were you when you had your first celebrity crush? And who was it? I don't know if this was my first celebrity crush, but I do remember I had a big infatuation with Selena Gomez, and I didn't have any desire to be sexual or intimate with her, but my little 10, 11, 12 12-year-old self was infatuated with her. I wasn't I was obsessed. She had like this chat line that you could call, and off chance you might talk to her and I called that shit religiously. I was so obsessed with her. So fucking obsessed. Um but then I was also watching like the sweet life and low-key like my little kid self wanted to like I was into, you know, Zach and Cody. I was into them. Yeah. So those I guess maybe. Um <laughs> La 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 Um Shit. Um, we. Weedon Feller Katie. Weedon Feller Katie. How's your grandma doing now that she's living on her own? She's great. Um. We talk every week. She actually just bought her own house. I don't know where she's at in that process. I need to help her move whenever that time comes. But she's doing great. She's doing good. She did lose her mother in October. So our family has been dealing with that. But um, she's doing great, all things considered. Thank you for asking about Miss Mimi. Um, Nessa. 0487. What helps you feel most confident? I would say my character. I think a lot of people find confidence in such vain things like their physicality or things like that, their their looks, whatever. Um, Confidence for me has always came from just my essence, my character and I might not have looked my best or felt my best that day, but I know I did my best. And that is kind of where my confidence comes from, I guess. Um, also, the feedback. People give me feedback all the time, like in real life, online. People are like, oh, my God, you've really helped me with the, like you sharing this, really put this into perspective. And, you know, me being honest and candid, even though I struggled in some eras, so I know my dict- or uh, contradicts something I said earlier, but... Um, I think that 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 this that has played into my confidence. People have always, even before I had a following online, when I was just a small town person, just living life, people always told me how I helped them with their confidence. And that made me more confident in myself. So, um, yeah. Um, Jordan Elena asked biggest pet peeves. Okay, I get asked this question all the time, all the time. I guess because people love to hear me complain. Um, I do have a list. I might add to the list. I don't fucking know. Um, Okay, so these are some of my pet peeves that I can think of. Enabling bitches. People who enable people. People who make excuses. I can't stand a bitch like that. Like, I think back to when I was miserable with myself and I was just very fat and not happy People could sense that, and there were people in my life who were jealous of me, and they were the most vain people ever. And they'll be like, "Oh, I wasn't jealous of you because look at me, I'm gorgeous." And blah blah blah. It wasn't about that. You were jealous of my motherfucking essence. Let's be let's be one thousand, okay, bitch. Um, and they would enable my bad behaviors. They were a pusher. They would push food on me. My my grandmother too. She was she's an enabler. Like I, I was I was really struggling with my eating, and she'd be like, "Oh, but have this." Roast beef with mashed potatoes and biscuits and cornbread because you need it. Mimi, I love you so much, girl. But um, please, I'm trying to get skinny. Um, Yeah, just, the, the enabling, like... If you can tell, like, you have a friend or a family member who is struggling and they're really trying to better themselves in whatever capacity that is, don't be an enabler. Don't sit here and and tell them what you think they want to hear. Tell them what they need to hear. Be fucking brutally honest. Don't be a bitch. But, you know, be candid with people. Tell them what they need to to hear. And I was struggling and I would have loved so dearly to have someone be realistic with me and be like, bitch, maybe you shouldn't eat that second round of Chick-fil-A. Because you did lose all that weight once upon a time and you gained it all back, and you're getting bigger and bigger, girl. Like, I love you, and this is all from a place of love. C- calm the fuck down. I wish, I fucking wish I had somebody who was that realistic with me, but no fucking body was. Everybody was like, Oh, you're perfect. You're perfect, sister. You're the best. You're so great. Nothing's wrong with you. Live, laugh, love. I live in a fairy tale world, and you're great. You're perfect. No. That's just not the truth. I was not healthy. I was not happy. I was not confident, okay? So don't, don't be an enabler. If you see someone's got a problem, don't keep pushing them in the fucking problem, okay? Um, not being taken seriously. I am a, a character. I do say a lot of silly shit, but some people don't take me seriously. Like People don't take me seriously half the time, and I feel like I really have to prove myself or... Like, I feel like I have a lot of redundant conversations with people. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." And they're like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And they don't take it seriously, and then I do it. And They're like, "Oh my god, did you, I? Wow, I'm." You don't say, bitch. That shit pisses me the fuck off. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, double standards. Yeah, I can't stand it. I can't fucking stand how I can post a video and it's different. That's different. It was different here. It's different there. No, if you're going to bend the rules, if you're going to cherry pick, you're going to have to do it for everybody. I, I am somebody who I don't like when things are not fair. I don't like when things, when there's double standards, when there's like hypocritical bullshit going on. I don't like that shit, okay? I like things to be fair and equal and even. And if you're gonna bend the rules here, you're gonna bend the rules here. It's like when I was working in serving jobs, I had three serving jobs who gave me a hard time for wearing tight skinny jeans. And I couldn't help but think it's because of the fact that I was queer. Because every other cis woman in that bitch was in the tightest pants. And I would point it out. Not being one of those bitches like, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so did this. That wasn't me. But I'm like, boom, boom, boom. What do you mean? I can't wear skinny jeans. If I can't wear skinny jeans, none of them can. And that is also how I saved myself because they, what, they were going to discriminate against me. No, bitch. I knew what I was doing. And they did, too. OK, so they played their fucking cards right as they fucking should. I kept wearing skinny jeans. I'll have you fucking no, bitch. But I didn't like that. I did not like that, that I was on numerous occasions at different jobs asked to tone down my makeup, which... I've never even been someone who wore a lot of makeup. i have not, like, caking my face up. But I did. I was told once upon a time that I needed to tone down my eye makeup. That it was too dramatic. Meanwhile, every other girl in there was wearing pink eyeshadows and blue eyeshadows. Hmm. Okay, period. So I don't like that shit. Double standards, I don't. Um. I don't like people who are not aware of their privilege. I don't. I, I, th- people are insufferable. And they... Anyways, take from that what you will. I can't stand a poser ass bitch. The other day I was in a cafeteria and I overhear this girl. Some guy was like, "Oh who's that on your shirt?" And she was like, "Paul McCarthy. who?" The guy was like, "Who? Paul McCarthy Paul McCartney. You mean,
0: oh yeah, whatever. Oh,
1: silly me. Bitch, why are you wearing that shirt? Who is Paul McCartney? Do you actually know? God damn. Why did, Why are you wearing that shirt? <sighs> it's like the bitches who wear the ACDC shirts. Like, why? Do you even know three songs of theirs? I mean, I get it at this point. Like, some of it's a, like it, it looks like a cool graphic tee, but fuck, you're a poser. I can't stand people who gossip about, this may come as a surprise, because like, well, Camo, you're always spilling tea, my own tea, my own tea, okay? If it does not involve me, you will not hear, well, I heard from Camo, no, you didn't, bitch. You didn't hear shit from Camo, okay? I promise you that I'm a sponge. I have, I live for the drama. I'll listen to the drama to a certain extent, but it does at, uh, at a point I have to tune it out because it just gets on my motherfucking nerves. I can't fucking stand when people start telling me about this coworker's love life and this part. This person is cheating on stones. I don't give a fuck. How does that pertain to you and me? Were you involved in that circumstance? Were you involved in that situation? Were you in involved in any capacity? No. So why are we talking about it now? If 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 you or involved in the situation by all means let's talk about it let's talk about it but i don't give a fuck about your co-workers love life and their drama that does not include you or me at all please shut the fuck up i can't stand that shit you're wasting my time and my energy and it's hurting my head okay um i still can't stand a slow ass bitch slow in all regards like a slow driver why are you in the fast lane Why are you driving so goddamn slow? The speed limit is 65 and you're going 68 in the fast night. Move the fuck over, bitch. I can't. I can't stand when I get out of my vehicle. I have somebody with me and I'm out of the car. We've been sitting in the car for five minutes smoking or whatever the fuck we did. And five minutes goes by and I'm standing outside of the car and you're still like lollygagging in my car getting your 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 lipstick on or whatever the fuck you're doing bitch let's go we pulled up here to go like i'm tired of waiting for you to get out of the goddamn car okay i can't fucking stand him so stop being slow just fucking go okay god this tequila is coursing through my pussy um (laughs) okay well that's my my pet peeves um i'm gonna answer one or two more questions (laughs) um Okay, Whitney Banks, are you seeing dating anyone? What do you think about dating apps? I'm not dating anybody. I'm not in a relationship. Um, I am still tripping over somebody. I will admit I still really like him. And I think about him and he's just so cute (laughs) and um i just miss the good days but um dating apps make me sick to my stomach because men are disgusting they really fucking are um i can't stand when a man messages me and says i hope you don't mind i'm straight motherfucker you're not straight okay if you are contacting me okay you're not i I don't care if you're pan Cool, but you're not straight. I'm a queer individual, so you're not whether I identify as this or that or whatever the fuck I identify as. I have a fucking dick, okay? And you know that, and you're spending time with me, you're invested in me, you're reaching out to me, you're showing interest in me. You know what I got? Okay, there's plenty. I know more cis women out there who would throw their pussy on a platter than I do queer people. Okay, so you're not going to sit here and tell me you couldn't go find some fucking pussy. If you want to sit here and, and fucking, that's also another fucking pet peeve of mine. Okay, I can't fucking stand people who are not 1000 people who d- are gonna sit here and beat around the fucking bush and be like, well, i'm straight i'm this i'm beepy, blah, 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 blah. motherfucker let's be fucking 1000 okay you know what i am you know what i got going on and you are reaching out to me okay don't sit here and say oh well yeah because you're beautiful and pretty and girly and beepy, blah, 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 i can look past it no bitch you know it's in my panties okay so be fucking for real there's women out there who will throw their pussy on you. You're cute. It's not hard for you to find a a, a a cis woman if that's what you want. Don't act like I was your last resort. I'm too goddamn pretty to be out here last resorting for anybody, okay? So don't sit here and act like you're only with me because you couldn't find a cis woman, bitch. That's, I don't believe that. I'm not willing to believe that whatsoever. I'm not stupid, and I'm not going to play boo-boo the motherfucking fool, bitch. So be fucking for real with your motherfucking self for once in your goddamn life. You are not straight, okay? Point blank. Period. per. Huh? <laughs> That was a lot. That was a lot of trauma I just got off my chest. Um <laughs> one more, I guess. One more question, I guess. I guess. whatever, bitch. Um, oh, I'ma answer two. I'ma answer two. Somebody asked. Riley White asked, what would your death row meal be? <laughs> love you, mama sauce. I love you too, mama sauce. Um, death row meal might be this barbecue place, heirloom something barbecue Korean barbecue I had the other night bitch I've never liked baked beans this place made me like motherfucking baked beans okay I did I I like baked beans now I never liked coleslaw I like coleslaw now okay this shit was so fucking good Korean barbecue is way fucking better than American barbecue I'm gonna say it I'm gonna fucking say it bitch I don't care if you argue otherwise it's way better bitch point blank period That would maybe be my death row meal. This shit, I had a three-for-three three there. They had, like, macaroni, beans, and, like, three different meats. And, oh, bitch, it was so good. It was so good. I want some now, but I'm not going to do it to myself. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, Somebody asked also, love444Anthony, would you ever start hormones? I'm starting mine soon, and I can't wait. I go back and forth about will I ever. I don't know if I will. Um... I'm happy for you that you're starting that journey. So congratulations. Uh, everybody is individual. I do feel like I'm like more in the non-binary, which non-binary people still do hormones. So that's whatever. Um, but I don't know. There, there, it's a trade-off. There's there's problems that can arise and that kind of scares me. And um, I just don't really have a strong desire to do so. Sometimes I do think about getting titties. Sometimes I do start a, I think about starting hormones. But will I go through with it? I don't know. I'm still figuring out to be determined. Um, But congratulations. Um, Yeah. On that note, I'm going to wrap up this week's episode. I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, have a beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, hot day. Do something great. Yeah. Period.
0: (laughs) in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems
1: impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day.